It's Tux FM 107.2 and you are tuned in right now to The Sex Show. Yes, you heard right. That is the hour on a Wednesday evening between 10 p.m. and 11 p.m. where we talk all things sex, we talk all things relationships and we really want you to get involved. My name is Kirsten. I'm joined by Jodell. I'm Hello. joined by James. Hello. And we're really excited because this is the third episode of The Sex Show and yet already we're getting a really, really great response. No, the response has been absolutely amazing and it's just, it fills my heart that you are listening right now, you're enjoying it because we love doing this so much. Yeah, and that there's so many open conversations happening. But I have to say, not only are there a lot of really great conversations happening, it appears that the sex show is becoming beneficial uh, for the three of us, certainly, in more than one way. Some of us are being approached, people are putting, you know, a face to the voice, and others of us are having people ask for our numbers right outside the doors of Tux FM. <laughs> hey, James. And I did give it, you know. You did. You, you were stupid enough to give it, yes. Not stupid, just horny. There's a difference. <laughs> As you know, James is our resident freak here on the show. He can't so keep it in his pants sometimes. <laughs> Why would you want to? Why would you want to? But you know what? We love him for it and we embrace everyone here, whether you are a freak like James or a little goody two-shoes like me or Jodell. I don't know what Jodell is. Gray area. Gray area. <laughs> we gray need gray area. areas. <laughs> Everybody needs gray areas. And so speaking of gray areas, lots and lots of conversations and debates coming up in the next hour. We're going to be chatting about Demi Lovato changing her pronoun back to she, her. We're also going to be bringing you a naughty thought. That's a little funny little fact that we're going to bring you a bit later. We're going to spend a lot of time chatting about blue balls. And of course, we always ended up with hit or miss. So keep it locked right here on Tax FM. You're tuning in to Tux FM 107.2. This is The Sex Show. And something that we want to chat about is Demi Lovato using she, her pronouns after coming out as non-binary last year. So she is going back to using she, her pronouns just over one year after the pop singer decided that she will be using they, them. And I, she also identified as non-binary um, in May last year. And in an interview, she said that she adopted she, her pronouns again because she's been feeling more feminine, which I feel like is the wackest excuse you could possibly use because last year she said that her energy was balanced in her masculine and feminine energy. Um, I think, oh, I, I honestly, it makes me so upset because for someone who is on such a big platform to be doing something like this is actually quite embarrassing, especially to people who are part of the LGBTQI plus community. I think that she should have been more thoughtful and more careful in she sh- I think she's taken it very lightly and that's very very upsetting yeah look in my opinion in my experience mm. I feel like gender is very fluid but at the same time I feel like if she is going to change her pronouns and she is going to start all this discourse about pronouns I feel like at the same time she must like use her platform to educate people okay. rather than just saying I feel more feminine let me change it like you have a big platform you have a big voice that a lot of people listen to and I like, yeah, you can use it for so much, you know, for positive, positive mm. things, much more than this. But I did check her Instagram and she she uses she, her, but also they, them pronouns. So a couple of people like you can use um he, him and they, them. So like it's like a mixture between the two. So what I feel like she did is, you know, she changed her pronouns to they, them. Then she felt like maybe it didn't fit right. So she kind of went back to she, her. And it's not just like sitting on the fence with both of them, which is OK to do. Um... 
but yeah, I don't know. What do you feel about it, Kirsten? I don't know. As you said, you made a good point about how gender is fluid. And that's the whole reason that we have pronouns in the first place, right? Is that you can either be part of, well, okay, let's put it this way. Gender is not a binary. It's fluid. So whereas before we used to think it's male, female, and that's it, it turns out that there is a lot of points in between. And all those points in between, we assign a pronoun that is they, them to these people. And I actually really think that it's so beautiful to do that because it highlights the fact that, yes, our identity is fluid and it can shift and change as we go. So, James, you're saying that she's thinking, okay, no, she wants to be there then, but she's feeling a little more on the feminine side. And that's why she could have possibly chosen that. I don't disagree with that, but I think that they them, it, it, it accommodates that. Do you get what I'm saying? Is mm. that because they, them is all the points in between, you can be they, them and still have this she, her presence and putting those kinds of labels. That's where it becomes tricky because as you say, she has a huge following. She has this massive public platform and now people are looking at this and I can't help but think that they're thinking, oh, Demi Lovato is flip-flopping now between genders. I mean, is this gender thing even real? Because how dare she trip and switch so much? And I think that, as you say, that should have been clarified a little bit more. Because now I think people on the more conservative side are looking at this and they're going, oh, no, gender gender's definitely a binary. Yes, Do you sit or stand when you pee? Oh, yeah. That's the vibe. Yeah, I was going to say they're going to treat it like a joke. That's why I'm also just, I would prefer if somebody would first genuinely take time to think about how would I like to identify and then I think that when you're like 100% sure or maybe 99% sure, then you just, you come out. But being like a flip-flop, I don't think that's cool. I'm just like, mm. Mm. And I mean, as a, as it's not that I'm meant to say that you can't change. That's absolutely fine. There is provision for that. But as James was saying, it needs to be clarified a little bit more. So because of Demi Lovato's specific celebrity status, we're going to chat in a little bit about her possible intentions, perhaps maybe even around clout for this coming up in a bit. You're tuned into Tax FM 107.2. This is The Sex Show. And right now we're busy chatting about Demi Lovato changing her pronouns. She's uh, started to use she, her pronouns again, as well as they, them. And in my opinion, we're busy discussing it. And in my opinion, I feel like it almost feels like queer baiting to me, you know? Like she's done this and she made a whole, um, you know, publicity thing about being non-binary, which, you know, I respect Lil Uzi Vert actually did it as well. They said that they are now non-binary as well. But then Demi Lovato has you know, just come out and said, okay, I'm also using she, her. And to me, it almost feels like it's queer baiting. That's exactly what it feels like. And of course, queer baiting being this idea of hopping onto the trend, I almost want to say, of being part of the LGBTQIA plus community, because it is exactly that more of a trend than an actual life experience. I actually had this a little bit in my high school. I went to an all girls school and it was the strangest and funniest thing in about grade nine, I don't know why, maybe it was particular just to my high school, in grade nine, suddenly everyone was lesbian. Everyone, everyone is making out, everybody is experimenting, and I'm all for that. Experimentation, especially with your sexual identity, is a very important part of finding your own identity. But then, the crazy thing is that a lot of these gals, by the time they got to, hmm, say, grade 11 matric, no, 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 now they're straight. Now they're even 
crazy straight. They're conservative straight. Mm. And they would even completely deny the fact that they ever had this experimentation phase. And that feels like, oh, you were part of a liberal school. You thought that you would want to be part of the trend, part of the crowd. And that's the only reason that you did it. I find that that's a big issue because I see it now even going out that like girls would just make out with each other just for fun, just for vibes, maybe to get a guy's attention or just to make a joke out of it. And I think that we need to start being more sensitive to these things because um, this the people who are really part of the LGBTQIA plus community, they face so many struggles and I feel like it's almost disrespectful and yeah, we just yeah. really need to be super sensitive because like it should not be treated like as a joke. Exactly. No, exactly as you were saying is that the experience of being a queer person, the world does not accept you. The world does not accept you. But then, you know, if you're this sort of cisgender, straight white girl in the club, you go, you kiss another one of your girlfriends, more often than not to get a guy's attention, actually. And now, you know, you're part of the, the little trend but actually, at the end of the day, you go home and people accept you and your gender identity and your sexual identity as you are. Mm. And you cannot equate that to an experience of a queer person. I feel like that's also part of like fetishizing, especially um, lesbians in the community. So straight girls get drunk, and then they'll go and kiss other straight girls for guys' attention. And what they're doing inadvertently is they're just fetishizing lesbian relationships. And it, it almost unnecessarily sexualizes it as well. It makes people think that, oh gay relationships are just for show it's like you know it's for people to watch and enjoy for you know somebody else's pleasure rather than the actual couples and i don't know it, it, it's treated so weirdly it is who are in love and they people who want to be in a relationship and share that love with each other who are truly gay but because it just people it, it makes me so angry i'm also getting very it angry makes me right so, now. so so angry yeah. but anyway uh, we're gonna calm a bit down and get into some more jams make sure you're keeping it locked right here on tux fm 107.2 you tuned into tux fm 107.2 this is the sex show and i have a story to tell you so the other night i was out and um i got with this guy and you know it was cute and whatnot in the club, but there's only so much that you can do when you're out on a, on a night out, right? Maybe for you. I just stick to kissing, James. I don't take us to the Jodell bathroom. Jodell is respectful to I'm, the public space. I, I am. I Boring. am. And so he obviously wanted more and he wanted to do more, but I was just like, there's no way that's going to happen. And so he's like, oh, damn, my balls are so, so sore. Like, this just sucks so much. So that is him telling me he has blue balls. And I was just like, I'm sorry, but like, no. Yeah, no, that's it's not. your own business. Yeah, like, go home and... Jerk off or something. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I just want to know, like, I've been picking this up. Because um, being in a phase after a breakup, you go wild. And I've been noticing that men just use an excuse to um, like want to get in your pants because they have blue balls. And so now because you have blue balls, I need to now mm, touch your balls. Yeah. And do things. But I don't want to. You know, have you ever experienced blue balls before? No, I, I get play. So, um, you know, I've, I don't think I've actually experienced like sexual frustration, you know, like if I oh, want to have sex, sorry, if you want to have sex, just go out and have sex. I don't get the whole like, oh, my balls hurt, jerk off, go go find someone else. I, I, it's like they use it as an excuse. Exactly. It's so and also irritating. you don't need someone else to help you with that. You can exactly. do it yourself. So I find this very frustrating, not frustrating, I find this very interesting, James, <laughs> and frustrating that you don't experience blue balls because I find that people are always talking about blue balls with re reference to guys, as you're saying, Jodel, but there's no 
demarcation for what girls experience. And I've actually experienced something similar to blue balls. And it's actually led me to go into a bit of research. I have found that after kissing or making out with a guy, you know, stuff gets aroused or whatever. And I mean, having not ever gone any further than making out with a guy, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, it gets a little bit uncomfortable down there in the moments afterwards when you're, you know, realizing that that's not going to have any uh, satisfaction from that, shall I say. So I actually went and did a little bit of research because I thought, how is it that guys can experience this, but girls supposedly can't? And this is what I found. So supposedly, actually, no, not supposedly, (laughs) not allegedly either. Just according to the the article. According to the science, Mm -hmm. the science people, Epididymal hypertension is the scientific name for blue balls. Uh, It is specifically with reference to males. But what's interesting is that the tissue that makes up the penis, the male penis, is the same tissue that actually makes up the female clitoris. It works exactly the same in the sense that when you get aroused, that organ fills with blood and your veins actually constrict so that that blood can't basically go back into your body and that's what causes an erection in guys and actually also an erection in girls, but it's obviously just inside you, not uh, outside as with the guys. So what happens then is that when you experience something called blue balls or for women, it's blue vulva, the reason you're experiencing that uncomfortableness is because that blood has all gorged up in there, but it's now not being allowed to release due to orgasm. And it's kind of just standing there and pushing and it's causing a little bit of pain. So I, I don't know if I'm the only gal who's ever experienced this. Jodella, have you ever experienced this? No, I just experienced pain in my heart. Just pain yeah. in the heart? Just pain in the heart. Sorry, I didn't have a scientific uh, article for you about that. But I just find it so... It's disgusting, actually, then, that guys can push this on girls because then, as a girl, could I not push it as well and say, oh, no, well, I'm feeling uncomfortable there, so you need to come and pleasure me. Mm. I mean, I don't do that. I think it's a lame excuse. I don't think anybody should ever use that as an excuse to go and, you know, you know, because you're sexually frustrated now, you like want to go and have sex and do the thing. Like, no, man. Yeah, just like whose issue is this? Is this exactly, my issue or your like issue? You this, isn't issue. A, this isn't an us issue. Go jerk off. But uh, in a moment, we're going to be finishing this whole conversation about blue balls, whether they're real, whether they aren't, whether you've ever experienced them right here on Tax Fame 107.2. It's Wednesday, which means it's hump day. And on hump day, it's Naughty Nights on Tux FM 107.2. You tuned into the sex show and we are talking about blue balls. And I just have a question, Kirsten. Is it true that the pain that men experience when experiencing blue balls is absolutely excruciating that they are about to like, they, they honestly make it seem like they're about to die when they experience it. And I think that that is the whole goal, Jodel, because no, it is not. It's hardly life-threatening. It's uh, hardly seemingly uh, really supposed to be that painful at all. According to my research here, they say that the symptoms can be mild discomfort and at best an aching sensation. And as someone who, I mean, I experienced the female version, blue vulva, as someone who experiences that, uh, and as we know now that the erectile tissue of male and female is the same. So when I experience it, it's, yeah, I think at best a little bit uncomfortable. Some people describe it as a bit of a heaviness as well in the, an odd way. So I also would say it's uh, acquitted to it's that. It's a drama for me. Very yeah. that. It's the drama. Like how on earth? <laughs> Why? Do you think guys just get it more often than girls then? 
No, I, I, I don't think so. I think that it's an equal standing, even possibly an equal amount of pain. But because of this historical power dynamic of men having power over women and women's bodies, they capitalize on that much more. And so that's why often you'll get guys saying that they have blue balls even on a normal day. So they'll, a guy will come to you randomly in the day and say, oh, no, I have blue balls. But actually, the definition of blue balls is that you have to be sexually aroused and don't get satisfaction from that. So you, it can't just be a casual Wednesday, you haven't done any sexual activity today and you suddenly have blue balls. That's not true. So it's this historic power dynamic that's coming. I know that we do ask him for a friend where we ask you to send in questions, but today we're going to keep it in-house because I have a question that I need to be answered. I need your take on this too. Hit us up on our WhatsApp line 061-701-072 because I'm going to be needing your opinion on this matter. But first, we're going to get into some more jams. Make sure you keep it at locked right here on Tax FM. It's Naughty Nights on Tax FM. You tuned into the sex show. And as I mentioned earlier, that I have a question. I am the one who's asking um, the question for tonight for asking for a friend. And I want to know, can blue balls be an excuse for someone to ask for sex? Mm, I'm probably going to sleep with you either way, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Because James doesn't get sexually frustrated, remember. He can just get off anytime. Don't get jealous, Kirsten. Well, well I, I don't know. Is not having sex a form of sexual frustration? I don't know. <laughs> um, as somebody who experiences, well, blue vulva, I think absolutely it's your business and you should not ever force that on someone else. Uh, consent is very important. And having someone consent reluctantly just to please you that doesn't count as consent. I think it's very me. manipulative Incredibly. as well. Um, oh, because now you want to get it. It's just like, don't use that as an excuse. It's guilt tripping. It is guilt it tripping. Is. Um, we're going to get into some VNs to find out what you thought on this. Let's listen up. Okay, so blue balls isn't a reason to force sex on someone purely because um, you have a hand, you have moisturizer, get busy, Brian, and the blue balls will go away. So saying that you have blue balls is a good enough reason to force sex on somebody would technically be considered like rape almost in a kind of way that they're like manipulating you into doing something even if you didn't want to do it. Yeah. I'm here to say that blue balls is a good reason to have sex. Um, I'm not saying that just because I'm a guy. Um, it's a real thing. And yeah, there are other ways for you to sort yourself out and take care of your blue balls. But why would you? You know, if you can have a Rolex, why would you get a Casio? It doesn't make any sense, man. And if people disagree and are saying that, nah, it's not a good reason, then we can also say a woman who's on her period and doesn't want to have sex with you, that's also not a good reason. Still give it to me, ma'am. Um, that sounds pretty wrong. But like, I'm just saying, yeah. Hi, sex show. Um, I think blue balls is a very valid reason to ask your partner for sex. Remember, you're supposed to get all your sexual gratification from your partner. So when you don't call them, who are you supposed to call? That's where you're supposed to go. And then people start complaining when people cheat in relationships, but you don't want your partner to call you when they have blue balls. Who must they call? Their ex? Their side piece? Their F buddy? You better call your man or your girl or your partner. <laughs> Blue balls is not an excuse to go have sex or sneaky link sex. Um, respect yourself, mate. Go to a bathroom, do the things that you have to do, but 
No, not a, not an excuse to do sneaky link stuff that you know you're going to regret after. Nope, definitely not. I don't think um, having blue balls is a valid reason to ask your partner for sex. Simply because you should do that because you want to have sex with them, not because you feel the need that, no, listen, I need to release some for me to be okay. You know what I mean? Um, I think it should be genuine, that you actually genuinely want to have sex with them, but not because these blue balls... You're tuned into Tax FM 107.2. This is The Sex Show. Now, we just wrapped up asking for a friend. We just gave our opinions on the question. We just got some very interesting responses from you. Uh, the question was, can blue balls be used as an excuse for someone to ask for sex? Now, we gave our opinions, but we've got a new matter that we're going to be giving our opinions on. And this is hit or miss. And today's hit or miss, I can't really talk much about. Um, it's period sex. Yeah. Okay. So as you know, with hit or miss, we give an unpopular opinion. And basically, we're going to go around and say, would we hit it with that or absolutely miss me with that? So yes, as James said, today is period sex. Uh, Jodel, I don't know your thoughts on this. I, having not been having sex at all, uh, don't know how I would feel about it. But I have to say, when you're on your period, it can be quite an uncomfortable time. You know, you're a bit bloated, you've got some cramps and stuff. So depending on what kind of person you are, I'm assuming either having sex is the last thing on your mind or you wanted some kind of release. I don't know. Um, I'm just extra, extra horny when I am on my period. So um, whether this is going to be a hit or miss for me, I'm going to say hit me with it. Hit you with it. Hit me with it. Because uh, why not? It also, I think it's scientifically proven to help with cramps. So Oh, really? You yeah. know, get, get, get the, the girl rolling. It's like when your TV doesn't work, so you hit it a couple times <laughs> and then it works. <laughs> I feel like that's like the same, um, maybe, same James, realm of maybe. understanding. We're going <laughs> to ignore slightly misogynistic comment. But yes, thank you, James. Thank you. Um, maybe that is true. But I have to ask, is there a certain element of period sex where it's a little bit of a kink for some people, whether you're a guy, gal, or non-binary pal? Um, maybe, possibly. But um, personally, I haven't experienced it before, so I can't really say Mm. So, but like, I think it would be messy, but also I don't care. I feel like sex in general, correct me if I'm wrong here, Joda, yeah. but I feel like sex in general can get a little messy. There's some juices, there's some sweat. There's, there's just a lot going on always. It's not like the movies make it out to be yeah. at all. Not at all. But um, I want to know, would you ever have sex while on your period? Sure, I don't know. I can't say I've ever thought about it too much. It's one of those things you just sort of put to the back of your mind. But let me put it to you this way. I feel like I would maybe get a bit self-conscious mm. with a potential partner. And so I don't want them to feel awkward or me to feel awkward about the fact that there is a possibility of having some blood in places you don't want blood. Uh, so I would probably discuss that with my partner and see if they're comfortable with it. And if they are, I'd definitely go for a hit. Mm. Definitely. James, if you were in a situation with a um, female who wanted to have period sex, are you going to be hidden or missing? Look, I'm down for anything. <laughs> you and, are you know, a freak. Who am, who am I to turn down good soup and a good time? So I'm going to say hit me with that as well. We're all hitting it. With we're the, all hitting it. We are all it. hitting it's it. It's three yeses, like on X Factor. No, I absolutely love this. This is like the first time we're all hitting something. That is pretty cool. And that's how we're going to wrap things up. But before we wrap things up, we want to know, 
period sex. How do you feel about it? Are you going to be hit with it or should we miss you with that? Let us know on our WhatsApp line 61 you tune in to Tax FM 107.2. This is The Sex Show. And in a moment, we're going to be saying our goodbyes. But before we do, I wanted to read you a WhatsApp we got. And it's from Zanelle. And she said that for the first time in sex show history, we have all decided to hit us with an opinion. And that it's the worst one as well that we decided to hit with. What? I don't think it's that bad. I also don't think it's that bad. I also think that some people sort of associate periods with icky stuff and there's a bit of a stigma around mm. as well. Periods are very normal. Human processes happens to gals once a month. It's it's very casual. It doesn't have to be icky or disgusting at I've all. I've done worse, so... I think there's definitely worse out there, but um, yeah, I think it's completely fine. And that's where we're going to leave things for tonight. It has been an absolute treat hanging out with you for the past hour. We have spoken about uh, pronouns and how um, we need to be more sensitive about not... Um, queer baiting and doing it for cloud when changing our pronouns but we should take it very seriously because it is a serious matter we're also talking about naughty thoughts a grandmother deciding to turn her gravestone into a penis sexual frustration um blue balls and finally period sex so i think it was pretty eventful and so if you enjoyed this hour you can of course catch us again same time same place next week wednesday right here on tux fm 107.2 as we always say it's an open conversation and we want to be able to have these really raw honest conversations with you about things that are really important to you and to us and so for myself my name is kirsten from james and jodell enjoy the rest of your evening catch us next week